Hello, everyone. Welcome. Uh, Edwin, do you want to say hi? Hi, everybody. Uh, so this week we have a special guest. Hey, uh, Lee's back. Oh. <laughs> back again. H Dog. No, hey, Lee's first, back. Hey, Lee's back. This is your first time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> H Dog, all the way from Phoenix. Oh my God. Back by right. popular demand. Mm-hmm. All the three people of our wanted fans. it, <laughs> and the people get it. All right. So, oh, thank you for making time for us. By the way, Haley, I know um your schedule is so hectic. You know. Yes, I penciled you in. Thank you so much. You. I mean, we had to wait months for this, but <laughs> you did. Oh, we also have um we we have listeners in the UK. Oh, UK that's people. exciting. It is. So, hi everyone that's <clears throat> over there. Hello, everyone over yonder. Over yonder, just over the pond. <sighs> Um, all right, so this week we are covering. League. Oh, you should do this whole podcast in your British accent. No, it's not appropriate for Legally Blonde. This is like a quintessential American movie. Can we not? Oh, sorry, or, I, our soda. The Dr Pepper. <laughs> all right, so this week we're doing Legally Blonde. Uh, the release date was July thirteenth, two thousand and one. It stars Reese Witherspoon, Luke Wilson, Selma Blair, Matthew Davis, Victor Garber, Jennifer Coolidge, Holland Taylor, and Ali Larder. A lot of big names. Um, it's directed by Robert Lectic, Lectic, or Lectic. Um, it's rated PG thirteen, and it's one hour and thirty six minutes. It's actually based off of the novel that's written by Amanda Brown, who novelized her experiences while going to Stanford Law School. Um, she loved fashion. She loved reading Elle magazine, and she would often clash with her peers, which is like the basis of how this all, like, just how uh, Elle Woods, you know, struggled to make friends, that sort of thing. That's insane. I never knew. That it was actually like based on a book. Yeah, you know? I never knew that. Because like yeah. most most films that you see, like they'll be like, oh, on a book based by or this. Like Legally Blonde never really pushed like that. That this book is based on mm-hmm. the story. Yeah. So I mean, and I can't even imagine Elle Woods possibly being like a real. I mean, real. I know there are people like Elle Woods. Oh yeah, like, she's a real person. Like there are like obviously like smart, successful blondes. But like Elle Woods is just so unique. I can't imagine there may there's a real Elle Woods out there and she's a lawyer. <laughs> I right. want to look her up now. You I'll should, yeah. After. Okay, so the synopsis is that it's Elle Woods, a sorority girl, a sorority girl. girl who attempts to win back her ex-boyfriend, Warner Huntington III, by getting a Juris Doctor degree at Harvard Law School. In the process, she overcomes stereotypes against blondes and triumphs as a successful lawyer through unflappable self-confidence and fashion and beauty know-how and it's oh we're not going to do that yet the budget was 18 million and in the box office does anyone want to guess how much it took in 163 Mm, edwin you were the closest at 141.8 is how much it actually took him all right so I have some trivia for you guys, but we're going to do that at the end of the podcast after we've discussed the movie. So let's start with our scene breakdown. The first scene is the letter being delivered to Elle, as well as Elle grooming herself. It's Um, a perfect day. Exactly. (laughs) So the opening scenes are actually not Reese Witherspoon. The ones where you see her brushing her hair. Like, I think there's one scene where she's shaving her legs. Um, They have a, it's a body double because Reese what well just i i've always thought that those little scenes just they were just there was something was off about them yes it's not her it it didn't feel i thought (laughs) when i watched that scene i thought it was like her other sorority sisters like a day in the life of like i never thought it was l woods oh got it yeah no it was it um well it is l woods but it's not reese um 
she had already started filming in London in an, on another film. So, you know, uh, that wasn't her. Um, also, I never, when I watched this as a, as a kid, I ne- it never occurred to me and times were different, but now watching this, especially I saw it and it's very, very noticeable that these are all white girls and there's not one black individual. There's yeah. not one Latin person. Like it's literally just blonde white chicks. That I mean, are unfortunately, all it's like that in real life. Even to this day, there are most sororities and fraternities. Yeah. They're very like. I'm just white. saying, like in terms of film, they. I think Hollywood is especially now making an effort to show people mm-hmm. of color, and I don't think that would happen. Like I think in the third one with Mindy Kaling writing this, there's going to be people of color, uh-huh. and there's going to be representation. Oh, yeah. Whereas back then, I don't think it was as big a deal. So it was just a bunch of white girls, and nobody batted an eye. Mm-hmm. all right so Haley you could jump in if you have any thoughts on at any point by the way um, oh, I was gonna I was gonna say mm-hmm. that like I've never thought about that before because I just love the movie so much and you know nowadays like I'm starting to realize so many bad things about Hollywood or you know <laughs> like sex in the city and oh yeah just oh, yeah. you know old things that we love and I've never thought it never occurred to me until now that yeah there's literally I mean, I, yeah. I, can, I can't even remember a person of color on there. Yeah. Who? Like, is there one? Um, and, and oh, yeah, there is. Blonde? There is, yes. actually. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get, there is. I'm going to get to that um, okay. in, in the later scenes. But Enrique, the oh. <laughs> Don't so, stop. Little Rachel. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Okay. Those, <laughs> so in the next scene, we it's Elle finding the proposal outfit because she thinks that she's going to be proposed to by Warner. Um, then this is the first scene where we really see Elle proving that she is not a dumb blonde and you can't, you know, pull the wool over her eyes and trick her into something. I, I love scenes like that in movies where you have like a like a bitchy retail worker trying to be like a total bitch to the buyer. And we see that in a lot of movies and TV shows where certain women or even men, they try to get taken advantage of. It's mm-hmm. mostly women in, in movies. And like we see it in in the movie Selena, where it's like, oh, I'm not gonna need the dress anymore because they were being oh, racist yeah, to Selena. Yeah. Oh yeah. You have this scene with Elle Woods where the girl, where the the store representative, she's gonna make a commission. She's like, let me get this dumb blonde, and she's gonna use her daddy's card. Yeah. And Elle Woods just completely looks at it and she's like, is this the season? And she's like, yes, it just came in. She's like, funny because no, 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 this is actually not even this fabric. This is not even that. And this was actually from last season. And this should be on sale. Like, I just completely know the entire scene. And she just reads her and is like, no, I'm not going to pay that price. You're trying to take advantage of me. Because Elle Woods is a, she's not a fashion major, but she, she is. Is no, she a fashion major? She's a fashion merchandising major. Yeah. And she says. I mean, there's no this, such thing as she a knows fashion her stuff. major. You either, you know, yes, take there this, is. you take design, no, there's fashion merchandising. Fashion merchandising is literally a major and that's what she majored in. Um, but yeah, she says, is this low viscosity rayon? She's like, absolutely. Yeah. And then she goes with a half top stitching on the hem. She's like, of one mm-hmm. of a kind. And then that's when she's, she's like, like it's impossible to use a half stop. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. That's <laughs> you guys both want to fight to recite these lines right now. I, I knew the it. lines. He did not. I just, <laughs> I'm ready to go. let's calm down so um we move on to the engagement or what we think is the engagement but it's actually a breakup dinner and uh warner shows up and he you know all the girls are standing in like the lobby the foyer uh l comes down you know they're they're basically just watching this fairy tale happen in front of their eyes but you know what i noticed i was re-watching it he's wearing sunglasses at night 
at night. Yeah. Like they she opens He's the douchebag. She opened like who wears sunglasses at night opening the door and it's like, oh hey. It's so <laughs> so gross. You know, like now now living in 2021 in that movie came out what year again? Did you say 2001? Mm-hmm. Warner Huntington the third, like that character. He's just that douchey, rich, sorority brat that fraternity. Fraternity, I'm sorry, brat. That when I think about that in real life, I think about somebody that has probably raped or gotten away with some sort of wow malicious. <laughs> I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't expecting rape. And like, <laughs> and like, I mean, like we just see that so often where it's like these like rich little boys get away with like murder basically because their daddy has money, and that's what Warner murder. The, the third rape and me murder. It's like they get away with like these crazy crimes because like they come from money, and it's like. We we see that murder was the case. Yeah, murder she wrote. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that the sunglasses was to add to his douchiness, probably. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, of course. Um, all right. So obviously things do not go Elle's way. She gets broken up with, and she's screaming in the restaurant as it's happening. And um, Warner is basically saying he needs to marry uh Jacqueline, not a Marilyn, and she you can't be she can't be taken seriously. She's and she gave one of the, that that quote where she's just like, okay, so you're breaking up with me because I'm too blonde, mm-hmm. and you know my boobs are too big. Yeah. I'm too blonde. Um. So in the next scene, we see Elle post breakup. She's eating chocolates in bed. Oh, I love it. She's uh, she's just not living her best life. No, I love that scene when she's eating the chocolates and she's watching the movie. <laughs> she throws the chocolates and she just screams, liar! Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I just love that. <laughs> I just don't know why. I feel like so many girls can just relate to just her, literally her just like plopped on the bed, oh, crying yeah. in a big pink robe. I think any any girl or, or gay man can watch this and be like, yep, this is... This is accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so comforting. It's just so comforting to see it in a movie like that. Yeah, and yeah I, I, I love it. So um, they cut to her getting a manicure with her two best friends, and um, she's not getting a manicure yet. She's reading a magazine, and her two best friends are getting uh, manicures, and she comes to the realization that she basically needs to go to law school if she wants to be taken seriously and get Warner back. I don't know why the hell she wants this guy, but mm-hmm. apparently that's that's what she thinks she needs to do. So um, it was interesting that it was, I don't know if you guys remember in the scene, there's that old lady that's sitting next to her. Mm, and and then what? Oh, yes. like the, the old lady. When she's like, when she's looking at the, um, the person in the magazine, she's like, it looks at the person. And she's like, like that. I need to marry a Vanderbilt. No, it's not a Vanderbilt. No, she's saying that her. So she said, Elle says. That, oh, no, she. I'm not remember. I'm sorry. Elle is looking at the magazine and they're getting manicures in the salon and she sees Warner's brother in the magazine. Yes. And she's like, she's like, oh, I need to marry somebody like that. And then the old lady next to her. No, she's not. Elle's not trying to marry someone like that. Elle wants Warner and she's just like, he's this is who he's oh, no, trying sorry, to yeah. marry. And she's like, I need to become that. The yes. person that her yes. brother's marrying. Yes. And that's when the person looks at her and goes, what practically deformed yes yeah um no so that wasn't what i was gonna say but but yes that's a great line uh no when uh she's sitting next to the old woman and it's ironic that l the young girl is reading fox and hound and the old woman in her 70s is reading 17 magazine Uh whereas you just think like l woods would be the one reading 17 and vice versa like fox and hound hound is a very highbrow magazine and 
it's typically older people. It's not young college girls that are reading Fox and Helm. Just like it's not, they're not reading The New Yorker. It's like seeing Elle Woods reading The New Yorker, you know. So it's oh. interesting that they're opposites oh, reading. Yeah. So was that just to kind of just show like Elle has more to her than you think she does? Like I don't, she, her interests just go beyond. I don't think it was her. intentional with oh. that. Um, because when I like when I was watching it with the with the like the director was um, doing a commentary on the film during that scene, he doesn't mention like they did that on purpose. He just meant he was the one who mentioned the irony. And he's like, it's funny that she's reading Fox and Hound and the old woman is reading it. But it doesn't seem like it was intentional. So oh. who knows? Hmm. Um, so now Elle goes to talk to her parents and her friends and her school advisor about going to law school. And in these scenes, it's really like it just sucks. Her parents clearly don't take her seriously yeah her, her friends somewhat did like I, I mean I feel like they could have had a better reception to what she said not that they weren't supportive but they were just like okay you're gonna go to law school like here's her, my her counselor was supportive towards the end but in the I, beginning yeah. she wasn't either yeah I mean I remember those scenes and I thought it was funny like Elwood's family they're just like those like white Beverly Hills, like rich people, they're hanging by the pool, drinking their martinis. Like, yeah, it's just like that Beverly Hills stereotype. rich stereotype. They were really rude to Elle. They're like, honey, like, why would you want to go to law school? Like, you know, like, like, that's not you. Like, you're not yeah. smart enough, basically. Her friends were supportive. And I like the counselor. Like, at first, she's like, well, you know, like, you're maj- majoring in this and that. And then at the end, she's like, well, you're going to need this. She told her what yeah. she needed. Yeah, that was yeah. Good. She was being supportive. I like that. Um, so then we cut to basically the scenes where Elle is studying for the LSATs and her admissions video. <laughs> She's, you know, Iconic. explaining why <laughs> why she should be accepted. I didn't even know you can do admission videos you for can't. college, you but can't. she did it. You like... can't do it for Harvard. It's not real. Well, is so, that a thing I'm... at all? No, I mean, I'm, I think it, per, maybe in some colleges, but Harvard is not letting you submit yeah. it. Maybe depending on the program or what school, too. But Harvard and Ivy League, one of the oldest colleges in the world, I don't think they're doing video. They're not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that. But it was cool. Probably one of the most iconic movie scenes, I think, in like movie history. Honestly, like that's something that almost everybody's going to know. Like Elle Woods in a. I believe it is it a pink bikini or a blue bikini? I don't remember. It's pink and pink. blue. No? no, she's wearing the pink one. Her friend is wearing the blue yes. one. Yes, and then she's like, "Hello, Harvard." Like, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> like what? When she's like, "I'm comfortable using everyday legal jargon." I'm comfortable using legal jargon in everyday situ. Uh, go ahead, Edwin. You won't clearly want to say it. <laughs> All right, so well, I mean, you're uh-huh. gonna have to say it. I'm comfortable using no legal jargon in everyday. Mm-hmm. I object. Yes. <laughs> so, I really like. It. I didn't notice it again back then, but now watching it, I don't know if you guys remember the character of Amy. No. Yes. Amy. Mm-hmm. Amy. Yeah. So Amy plays a really minor role. Um, she comes after uh, Elle gets broken up with, and she's in her room, you know, d- sobbing. Uh, Amy is the one who knocks on the door, and she's like, "Hey." Um, she's like I'm having trouble with this lip liner thing can you help me out and then uh, someone takes her away and she's like hey did you not hear like oh yeah yeah. okay so uh, Amy is also that was her and she's also the one that is helping Elle basically study the entire time like during Greek week um, Uh Elle looks outside and wants to go with all the shirtless boys and she's like no 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 like let's I was just Amy's a real one yeah Amy's really a good friend yeah and she's such a minor that's it I just noticed Amy I'm like Mm -hmm. how sweet yeah, that she counted on her to keep her on track. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like that. Um, so obviously, Elle Woods, welcome to Harvard. She gets in uh, with that great video essay. I, I love, I love watching like the old men. Yeah, just and, watch her video. And clearly, and they... when I watch that scene, I just think like they're all old white pervy men. And I mean, Elle deserves to be in Harvard. She got her scores up, like she earned it. She deserved it. But they're saying like a half naked blonde beautiful woman. Sometimes, like when I watch that scene, I have to wonder like, like is it because like she's hot and she's blonde and they want her there, or because she earned it? You know what I mean? It's like I think it's kind of both. I think it's both. I I personally think she earned it. She got her scores up like she just changed her whole career and her educational path i think that's she something, definitely did yeah that's something like worth garnering do you, attention do you think she would have gotten in without that video if they had just seen her on paper not no. seen who she was do you think they would have let ellen you have to stand out we just had that conversation with your dad Aaron. Okay. you have to stand out do you think Haley, she would have gotten in i mean being that those schools are so competitive probably not She's probably had to have a, a seriously, um, you know, um, letters of rec and, and, essay and all that. Yeah, like a, um, like a really impressive overall package. Yeah. 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 Application. So Elle arrives at Harvard. Um, she shows up driving her car to the entrance of her dorm, basically. And she, and that, whenever I see that scene, I'm like, that's so not real. I'm like, I know this is like a Hollywood movie, whatever, <laughs> but like, literally, people are walking yeah. around the car and she's like, this is fine. Like, this is fine. I'm driving yeah. up to this. She's driving in like her little, like, like a silver, um, um, what's it called? Convertible. She drives in right to the front. And I always see that. I'm like, that is so non existent. Like, first of all, in college, any college, parking is horrible. <laughs> like, how are you going to get through? Like, Elwood is living in a made up world. Yeah. So, Elle gets her welcome packet and meets her fellow peers who are the incoming class of 2004. Uh, this is where we meet the... I, I, you know, I want to comment more on that scene of her driving in the car. Sure. That's where we also see a very iconic scene where she gets out of the car. Like, she just looks and she's like, oh, this is Harvard. Like, like me. And then she bruiser pops out of her purse. And everybody's mm-hmm. just staring at, like, this, like, blonde, bimbo-looking girl. And... I think somebody even says, like, is she lost? Like, they're like, who are you? Why are you here? And then her dog, Bruiser, her little chihuahua jumps out of her purse. She takes out a bowl and puts water <laughs> for her dog to drink. And, like, that is just the most absurd L.A. thing ever, in my opinion. And everybody's I mean, just looking at her. I agree with you. What? This is, that is not an L.A. thing. Or when, If that was the case, everyone at UCLA and USC is going to be pouring water, Evian water for their dog. Like, it's not an L.A. Aaron, thing. That, that's a very, like, L.A. blonde, bimbo, rich stereotype. Like, you're going to have, like, this rich woman taking a little toy dog out of her purse and having a water bottle and a bowl in there for that dog. I disagree. Granted, yes, like you can see it anywhere in the world. Okay, but it's yeah, like an I LA agree with that one. It is, and an, it's, it's like a Paris Hilton thing. Like, yes, I think, she that, she, started I think it. that Chihuahua and the dog thing, yes, but I, I don't think that specifically for the film of like a college girl taking her Chihuahua mm-hmm. and pouring the water for him, like this, this just for this movie. With the, the with the dog in the first, but, I mean, yeah, she, that she's, was a big trend. She's from but... LA, like it's a very LA thing. She's an LA girl. All she needed was a green juice in her hand, and <laughs> it just would have been like LA all over her. Okay, sure, yeah. So, 
Elle sees Warner and it's her first day of class in the next scene. And that's, um, of course, her famous line when Warner was just like, oh, you go here. And she's like, oh, what? Like, it's hard. Um, <laughs> she shows up to class without anything but a heart-shaped notebook. She has none of her textbooks. She's really actually, she's like, she's not prepared for what's happening. Your guys' thoughts. <laughs> that was Well, a- I was scared for her. Yeah. That's <laughs> so a very like, powerful her. scene where everybody like macbooks and you know like black pcs everybody's ready and then it's like i do think it also has to do with like that west coast and east coast thing harvard obviously in the east coast like l just looks like a little west coast barbie and colorful and you know like oh and everybody else is like in earth tones and <laughs> with macbooks they and, don't have macbooks um well a lot of you know a lot of had like laptops and yeah. l is just there like in a with a pink heart-shaped notebook and like a she fuzzy had like pen. A- a fluffy pen. Yeah, she had like a <laughs> fluffy pen, and I don't remember if Bruiser was with her. In no, class. no. I yeah. don't understand. Go ahead, Haley. So you were saying that you were scared for her. Oh, just like well, that first scene was when she had that teacher who ended up being a really good mentor to her, right? Professor that Strongwell. Mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so scared because she, she's so intimidating. Very, very. But I love her. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, like, just like how you said, um, Haley, uh, Professor Stromwell, this is played by ha- Holland Taylor. We first see her. She's a bad bitch. I mean, you, I mean, I don't know. You guys, we all love her. Like, she is. Mm-hmm. You know, woman supporting woman. Like, she's amazing. As we'll discuss later. Well, like, she doesn't they support have... her in the beginning. She kicks her out. So, well, she was giving her tough love. She, yeah, she, that yeah. was tough love. And she kicked her out for being unprepared and True. for not knowing mm-hmm. as much as the other people she basically said get your act together like, yes she didn't unenroll her from her class she didn't sure, you know yeah. do anything else she just said you need to do better because yeah. you know we're both women and this, this is serious yeah. yeah um we also first meet vivian played by selma blair in this scene who vivian was the one who said she thinks she should kick her out so Ugh. a great meeting between the two <laughs> Um, oh, and she has no idea who she is. No yeah. idea. So it's oh perfect. Uh, so Elle meets Emmett um, in the next scene. And she also meets with Vivian and Warner. And that's when she realized he's engaged in the next scene. Uh, so Emmett is really amazing. He's so kind and helpful. And he's so concerned. Like, he in the beginning, he's just like, are you okay? And it's kind of shitty. Like, Elle just blows him off as soon as warner shows up she gets googly eyed and it's like okay thanks for your help and then goes Mm -hmm. straight to the idiot like emmett was i think in my opinion he was like clearly flirting with her or like he liked her even if it was just like you seem nice like he was giving her really good advice like he he seemed to genuinely care about Mm -hmm. a stranger like and i love that scene like the way they introduce each other she does come off as really selfish and bratty and then as soon as her ex Mm -hmm. comes back like she ignores him yeah but Emmett was so nice giving her really good advice like do this with this professor do this with that like do this like like pushing her towards success yeah he was like the real one from the first moment they met yeah I just think uh I was gonna say Reese I just think (laughs) Elle like her priorities were just totally I mean her priority literally was just um what's his name Warner yeah Warner Something that I always think about, especially during these scenes, um, when like she's kind of struggling and going through it, I always wonder: Would L drop out of law school in Harvard if Emmett would have taken her back? No, I mean, sorry, Warner. I think if she had, I think if he, 
had taken her back this early on in the film, yeah. mm-hmm. I think she would have been like, yeah, I'm done with this. I don't care. But I think uh-huh. as the film progresses, she wouldn't because I think she's genuinely realizing like I'm proving something to myself. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, yeah, I think she probably would have. But I think as the film goes on, she's kind of in this for yeah. her. Um, also, Warner's engaged after just a few months. Like, what the hell? Yeah, I don't even know. That was my die. first question. Like, I'm sorry. It's been like four months. She didn't even, she really didn't even give him enough grief for it. Like, she really just went so easy. Yeah. I, I don't, I would have had so many questions. Like, oh, when did yeah. you meet? Mm-hmm. Well, did you, were you talking to her before? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he did say he met her in the, in the summer school right like he met her during the summer but it's also like that was just a few months ago that's where it's like how the hell are you already engaged to marry Mm -hmm. it's been like it's just crazy okay so Elle is obviously losing her shit and she goes to get a manicure to feel better and that's where we meet Paulette played by Jennifer Coolidge I love Paulette (laughs) I love her too (laughs) yeah she's so sweet um Paulette's famous line. So what's this Vivian got that you don't have? Three tits? Um, <laughs> we also see the delivery man come in and Paulette is obviously in love with this guy. She spills the water. We should honestly just like dedicate the next hour to famous Paulette quotes because there's just so <laughs> many. You look like the fourth of July. That's not this movie though. We have to... Alright, so one thing I noticed it's really uncool of L. She literally causes, like, a whole accident in the street. She doesn't give a shit about anybody. And then she parks like a total jerk. Like, I was just, when I watched that back as an adult, I'm like, that is so irresponsible. Oh, when she pulls up? Yeah, it's yes. so it's so like I'm it goes the only along thing with that matters in what this Edwin world. Was saying. It goes along with what Edwin was saying. Like, they think it's very L.A., you know, like they're just trying to reiterate, like she's this LA girl. Like, she, but LA know. people aren't all like that. I think, I think they were just trying. I don't think it was intentional not, by the director at all. Not for them, all LA for this, people, but for this scene, think, like, for this scene, I think that they were just trying to highlight like L's freaking out, not like, hey, let's point out how bad LA drivers are and how she's just like this and she's going to cause an accident because all LA people cause an accident. I don't think it was that. But, like Elle Woods isn't just an LA girl. She's a Beverly Hills girl. And I think about her like in, what was she, what would she have been like in Beverly Hills? She would have just like driven up to valet and been like, here you go. Bye. Like, that's just what she did. She just drove up. I don't care. Like, that's just what those rich, bratty Beverly Hills LA girls do. I grew up in Bel Air, Warren, across the street from Aaron Spelling. Not Beverly Hills. That's bitch. insane too. When she said, "I grew up across the street from Aaron Spelling," that's huge. Because I think about Spelling Manor in the '90s. That was the biggest house. It's still the biggest house. Yeah, that's one of the most lavish mansions in the in the whole world <laughs> in the country. And I'm like, you grew across the street from that. How rich are you? <laughs> um. All right. So in the next scene, Elle is attending Professor Callahan's class. Um. Another moment where Elle and Vivian are going head to head again. Uh. With Elle challenging Vivian, saying that she'd want the dangerous client because she's not afraid of a challenge. Ooh. Love Burn, it. bitch. <laughs> Burn. All right. Any uh? Can I move on to the next scene, or you guys have more to? Yeah. Well, right. I just I Go love ahead. when she challenges her. I mean, yes, yeah, she didn't really give like an educated 
answer. But she recovered. <laughs> but yes, she recovered and maybe scared what's her name a little bit. Oh, for sure. I think that that's why Vivas is like, oh, like it, she's clearly threatened by Elle. Mm-hmm. All right. So in the next scene, genius. Elle shows up to Warner's football game in a pink bikini. <laughs> and this is also uh, Warner. She shows up to Warner's study group and then the phone call with her friends. So we can just discuss those three quick scenes. Um, how genius is it of her to do that? The that, bikini to me, that one? Scene, to me, that scene doesn't make sense every time I watch it because I'm like, like this is like the first semester still. Like It's obviously going to be fall, winter. They're in the East Coast. Like, how is she in a bikini? Well, the, the thing that got me confused is like, what is her I, I i didn't take l for being the kind of girl who would straight up just go and try to get the attention of a guy that is technically like is engaged well I mean, I'm, I'm gonna actually that. get into that in in a few minutes when we go to another scene it's coming up very shortly but i i i have discovered that l is that girl to a degree mm-hmm. and i think it's because she's gonna do whatever it takes to get him back basically yeah without you know she's not going to go have sex with him in the corner and like but i think she's going to try to push the the boundaries a little bit to get him with that i mean i love Elle woods i think Elle woods is a type of girl that will go out and get anything as we've seen Mm -hmm. with harvard she found a a, she found a unique way to get in yeah as anything that she does like she's just gonna find a way to do it and it's gonna be her way and trying to get warner back is just an example of that like she's she just wants it. Yeah. I think, too, I think in the bigger scheme of what that was happening there, it wasn't so much to get Warner's attention, but she got every man's attention. Yeah. And it's to highlight, that. like, you better look, Warner, because I'm something worth, you know, I think it's to make a point more than just, like, she knew she wasn't going to seduce him on the field. I think it was more like, let me just show how distracting and how wanted I am. I mean, and again, she's also, like, an L.A. girl, like, a bikini oh in Beverly God. Hills. Like, oh, with this L.A. It's going to be the <laughs> that, whole podcast, huh? Uniform. This is all yes. just, yeah. So, um, another in the in the later scene, Elle gets rejected from the group. It is such a sad, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I hate watching that scene. Yeah. Because, and then, uh, uh, go, 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 yeah. No, it's just, like, the other friend is, like, I think we can make room, or... Or did Warner say that? Like we can Warner, make room. Yeah, even Warner was like, "You guys, the weekend we're fine." Like, like that's like, pretty rude. Like let's calm down. Yeah, they were such jerks. I felt so. She was just like, "Okay, I'll just go." Oh my no, god! No, and she no, had okay, muffins like, or something. In this scene too. Poor thing. In this scene, you do have to realize, like Vivian, Vivian is just in the middle of this. Like she, Vivian is a bitch. I get it. Vivian, she she came off rude at first, but. Imagine yourself in Vivian. She was like, you're in love with Warner. Like, this is your husband. I mean, your fiance. Mm-hmm. And here comes the ex trying to come in. Like, you have to realize, like, Vivian has a point not wanting to allow Elle to be in and her friend taking her side. First. I can't I can't be mad at that, especially considering, like, everything that Elle has already done in the classroom. Like, oh, I like the challenge. Yeah. Vivian knows that Elle was there in a bikini. Like, Vivian knows why Elle is there. She's threatened, and Just... I would get it. But that's okay. So I think that's where Vivian is not a smart player. When not player is in like, you know, like while well, they always talk about guys, but I'm saying when you're playing the game of life, <laughs> you don't want your enemies over there. You want them right here where you can see them. And I think mm-hmm. it was a bad strategy for Vivian. If I was sitting next to my fiance and my fiance says, you guys, let's get her here. Oh, oh, my fiance wants her here. 
oh, okay. <laughs> then you know what? I would love to have her here because I want to keep an eye and see what's going on. Because if Warner's going to pull some shit, it, that's it. It's over. Aaron, so, but Vivian... like, you're also like a psycho. Like, I think me and Haley. <laughs> no, I'm not a psycho. Like, me and I'm Haley, smart like, about if, it. Like, like, I think Haley would agree. Like, if Haley's boyfriend's ex wanted to come in, she'd be like, the fuck you are. Like, get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> Haley, no, no, no. Haley, Haley. If, 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 your, if your man saw his ex and she was at a party alone and she was just like, I don't have anyone to hang out with. Like, can I hang out with you guys? And there's four, but you know, like, we're there. We're all there. And you saw your boyfriend say, yeah, you should hang out with us. You're going to really, you're going to look and just be like, no, girl, get out. Or are you going to be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, I, I would keep an eye on that bitch. bite her tongue. Let's, what would you I do, Haley? No, blood. I would, I would probably extend the invite to mm-hmm. hang, but exactly. I wouldn't let it get past, like, back of course not. boundaries, you but know. But you're going to keep an eye yes, on what's happening. It's nice yes. to be, like, you're saying yes at that point, but. Haley wouldn't want that person to be coming repeatedly to a study group. Okay, but that's not what was happening. We, She would do exactly what I'm saying she should have done. Vivian should have done what I said. It's the, it's the game of strategy. Yes, in and this she- situation, yes. And I feel like at the even afterwards, you know, she should have maybe said, sure, sit with us. And mm-hmm. been a little cordial, but maybe even give Warner some shit afterwards because that just that's just what we do. Like yes. yeah, <laughs> behind sure. closed doors. Yeah. So um she also finds out in the next scene when she's on the phone with her friends that one of her best friends, Margot, has been in has now engaged. And it really just highlights like how alone and, and isolated Elle is at this point. Like she's been rejected from that study group. Even after the study group, as she's leaving the library. Enid Wexler, the one who's the lesbian, mm-hmm. she takes a jab at L, like as L's oh. just been rejected leaving, and she's like, "Oh, maybe you should like join a sorority," like you know, just mocking her. And that's when L is l- holding her goddamn basket of of gifts for God's sake of bread. That, and that scene really got on my nerves. Like, she's just being, she's literally the pariah. That got on my nerves <laughs> because that lesbian Wexler, whatever, like she's supposed to be like that archetype of like feminism badass lesbian like woman being badass but she's the opposite but she did the complete opposite and i'm like that's so bitchy but she did it because she says that and she goes oh like you called me a dyke behind my back yeah because someone told her and she thinks that it's vivian basically that that's what so i mean i get it would you want to be not that you would openly go and like insult somebody and make Mm -hmm. fun of them but she's not going to welcome her because as far as she knows, according to Vivian, is like you made fun of me and you called me a really bad name. So, mm. I, I mean, it's not it's not okay, but I understand why she shouldn't have made fun of her. But I get why she maybe didn't want to be friends. Um, so in the next scene, this is where we were, where Haley was saying like, I'm surprised that Elle's like, I don't think I didn't think Elle was that type of girl. So this is the party invitation and Elle attending the party. So Elle shows up in a bunny costume after being lied to by Vivian, who it tricked actually- her. Mm-hmm. In that scene, that's when Vivian essentially kind of doesn't take, I mean, not, I'm not saying she takes your advice because you didn't give her advice. She does what you would do. That's when Vivian gets off the phone and she hears party. And I would never do that. I would never invite someone and be like, it's a costume party and humiliate them. That's fucking gross. No, I'm not saying humiliate, but that's when she, kind of, I guess that was the point of it. No, I wouldn't. I but wouldn't had, openly I think, send yeah. an invitation to a party because that's, it's only because I, if I saw my fiance say like, hey, I want her here in that moment. Okay, let's see what this behavior is. But I'm not going to extend an invite to a party when, no. Like, right. if, if, 
if my fiance is unaware that she's even invited or not, I'm going to do my best to keep them away from each other. So I would not. No, 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 no. I, I almost completely forgot that she kind of really liked her to embarrass her. But I'm saying like that's when she kind of almost took that opportunity to keep close tabs on her. But I forgot. The, that's not what she was doing. The whole undertone of that was yeah. to embarrass her. Yeah. So also Warner says, don't you look like a walking felon when he sees Elle in her costume? Um. So Haley. This Wait, is where... he says what? He says, don't you look like a walking felon? I don't think I ever caught that, but okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that costume and scene is like amazing. Like where does Elle Woods get <laughs> like a bunny costume? Like, a tailor... Did she just bring that to Harvard? The like... fact that she packed a bunny costume, yes. she's like, I'm going to use this. Like <laughs> where in the hell does she get like a perfect beautifully tailored it looks like silk almost yeah, it is i think it, it looks is like, like good quality bunny suit like does well, she just walk into like the harvard common area and just like i'm gonna get a pink she might have my guess would be since she lives and grew up in bel-air which is by aaron spelling's mansion which is very close to she might have hit up hugh the playboy ma- mansion she probably took it from an actual playboy bunny that would be I mean, I literally would guess that that's where it's an actual playboy. Hugh, Hugh oh. definitely is actually her godfather. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is where I was going to talk to you, Haley, about like, I think Elle in some way is that girl just because in that scene, Warner is being such a shit bag. Yeah. He's touching Elle. He's touching he's her. He's engaged yeah. and he's putting her his hands on her ass and her hips. Oh, wait. I almost that's, forgot. And, but Elle's okay with that. Like, right. she literally is. And so that's where I'm like, oh, like, she kind of is okay destroying this. She's going to do it. Like, she's ready. If he if he was like, hey, let's get out of here, she would, she'd go. But I mean, like, Elle, Elle still sees him as hers. Even yes. though it's like, yes, you're right. Even though, well, I mean, the other girl was literally in the uh, next room. Yeah. His fiance is literally in the next room with the six carat Harry Winston. Yeah. Really, I forgot to, I don't know if we told you, but in this podcast, we can fucking cuss. <laughs> oh, because I've been cussing. <laughs> have you? I don't even know if no. I've heard you. <laughs> I All right. Have. So, um, Warner also insults Elle, uh, telling her that she's literally not smart enough for an internship with Callahan. And Elle realizes, and she tells him, like, I'm never going to be good enough for you, am I? And she she realizes, like, I don't need this shit. And she leaves. And she says, I'll show you how valuable Elle Woods can be. And amazing. Finally. Yes, the finally, best. Mm-hmm. Yes. We realize, like, we don't need this man. So this kicks off Elle's basically, like, her kick-ass montage. She's buying a laptop in her bunny suit where Emmett is, like, he loves what he's seeing. He's behind her in line. She's studying in the library. She's killing it in class. She's reading while she's on the treadmill, watching the news. She's studying at the salon with Paulette. She's basically proving, like, I've got the goods. And nobody can stop me. Love it. And this is also in the scene where Paulette, um, she helps Paulette get her dog Rufus back. Oh, my God. I'm taking the dog, dumbass. (laughs) I literally put in parentheses under my notes because I knew Haley would say it. <laughs> There's just some things that I cannot hold back. <laughs> I have a problem. Oh, yeah, now I'm going to say that over and over for the next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, another in the next scene, Elle and Warner go head to head in Callahan's class with Elle winning the debate. And Callahan is telling Elle she should apply to his internship. And she gives him a pink and scented resume. And uh, Professor Callahan saying, do you think she just woke up one day and said, I think I'll go to law school. 
<laughs> that basically was how she got it. <laughs> that basically happened. I'm going to get him back. I'm going to law school. Yeah. Um, so they go into the next scene where it's first year interns that are getting picked and the first days at the firm. So the four. I, I love that scene, by the way, where like L isn't really there rushing to the board, but everybody's rushing to the board where they're mm-hmm. where they pin up the internships. Yeah. And Vivian and Warren are already there. They know they got the spot. And then they're like, okay, like there's four, there's one left, like the five interns. And that's when L walks up. She <laughs> points at her name and she's like, it's me. <laughs> yeah. Or Warner. <laughs> okay, so L, uh, Warner, Vivian, and Enid are the ones who get picked for the internships. Um, L goes up to Warner and Vivian and she says, Do you remember when we spent those four amazing hours in that hot tub? And of course, Warner quickly has to say no, yeah. but he he's actually started saying yes. He's like nodding yes, and he's like, yeah. no. <laughs> and then she says, this is so much better than that, uh, to which she proceeds to go shopping. And then Vivian looks at him and goes, four hours? Yeah, like, four hours. <laughs> oh, my God. And she must have never so had bad. four hours with Can him. Can you Poor imagine girl. the conversation after that? Oh, oh. no. Oh. She must have been like, you give her four hours, I get two minutes with you. Like, it must be horrible sex. Uh, so as they, they they go and show them on their first days at the firm, and I think, I, for me anyway, I thought Elle was so classy uh, and kind for complimenting Vivian on her outfit on the yes. first day. Yes. It was so sweet and mature. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also where Elle discovers that Brooke Taylor is who they're representing in the murder trial after she's the suspect to allegedly murder her husband, and Brooke Taylor is a member of her sorority. Uh, this is where we also hear the famous quote, exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy, happy people just don't shoot their husbands. Yep. I love they that. just don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And while the team of lawyers is talking to Brooke, she tells them that she has an alibi and couldn't possibly be the one who murdered her husband, but she refuses to tell them what she was doing and says that if she has to go on the stand, she's going to lie. So kind of kind of a tough little pickle they're in. Um, we proceed to Elle being at the salon, and we get the bend and snap, which is very famous. Edwin, are you paying attention? I am. Iconic. Gosh. Jeez. Okay, so your thoughts? Bend and snap. I loved it. I mean, I loved it. I love everyone going along with it. And her teaching Paula. When that gay guy comes from the back after mixing the color, and he's like, oh, the bend and snap works every time. Like, like, <laughs> Of course he knows about the bend and snap. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yes, I remember. I remember. Yes. I remember one time at work, I was teaching my coworkers how to bend and snap. Have I ever told you guys about that? Oh my god! Yeah, no. a little inappropriate things that we do in the office. <laughs> well, in the next scene, Elle visits Brooke in prison. She brings a gift basket to Brooke, and she tries to get her alibi in the scene. And Brooke confesses that she's getting liposuction at the time of the murder, and if she said this in court. She's going to lose her entire she, workout I mean, she empire, and she'd rather go to prison than to lose her reputation. Yeah. She had to kind of drag it out of her, and I love that scene when she's like, I can't say it. And then she's like, well, you're going to go to jail. I was going to... She's like, huh? I was going to... And then she finally screams, I was getting liposuction. I'm a fraud. <laughs> um, so... Oh, Haley, sorry. Did you want to add anything? Uh, no. We just... should just perform this next time on this. We could perform the movie. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I mean, would you guys do that? Like, if you were in her position, like. 
her oh, reputation, but then also like she's gonna go down as like a murderer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's. I don't know. I I don't know. I was thinking about that, and I'm like, I mean, it's literally you're gonna your reputation's over, and that that was incredibly stupid. Obviously, like murder or liposuction. She already made her money. I'd be like, hell yeah, I was getting liposuction with the money from you fat bitches that buy my exercise tapes like i would probably admit it and just live a secluded life and that's it but in this scene is where i see like l just being a total girl's girl and supporting yeah her friend because she knows like um she went they were in the same sorority like but years apart and like she knows her like they grew up or they she lived in la she took her her workout classes like she's just trying to be supportive and this is i think this is where we see like l having like morals and ethics at least close to her where she's gonna respect her client's privacy and loyalty kind of yes as to where like in the next scene when warner's like just say it like who cares like just say it and you'll be on the lawyer i mean on the boss's good side like that's that's where he says think about yourself yes and that's where we see l realizing like warner is an asshole like he doesn't care about yes he doesn't care about anybody anybody but himself and l woods is she's better than him and she's realizing that i think more and more and in that scene it's just like she just realized it finally like he's not a good person yeah so from that scene um so you basically you you said exactly Mm -hmm. what happens after which is that when they're at the firm um Another thing before we move on to the next one is that we we see Callahan being sexist because he's always asking Vivian for coffee as if, you know, she's the secretary in the 1950s. Like he just goes straight to her for coffee when she's a law student that should be there just as much as anybody else. Um, So after that, Emmett and Elle go to visit visit Mrs. Wyndham, the ex-wife to Brooke's murdered husband, and Elle helps helps her classmate David Kidney with some girls. Um, Elle tells Emmett that he needs to have more faith in people and that he might be surprised. This is when the iconic Raquel Welch is played by Mrs. Wyndham. That's her only time on screen is that and in the court later on. Um, And in another great scene, we see Elle help out David, who is very sweet and nerdy. And she's leading the girls to believe that he's an amazing lover. And this comes after he helped her get a book in the library. So it's just a really sweet scene where it's just, you know, she's doing him a little favor. I was always always kind of just like, whoa like that did it i don't know i always put myself in that position like would that really make me yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah in real world probably not but you know for the movie i i love that scene like he has no idea that she's gonna come over and slap him and she just slaps him <laughs> and she goes like how dare you not call me back after you gave me the most pleasure that i've ever had and like blah 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 and it just it works the other girls are like okay like i'll give you my number <laughs> so it's kind of gross but a little but you know it's nice of her she's helping him helping him out so in the next scene Elle and Vivian are actually becoming friends Vivian visits Elle's dorm and confides in Elle that she's frustrated with Callahan being her his secretary as well as telling her that she thought it was very classy of her to not tell Brooke's alibi um Vivian and Brooke both share how Warner has no idea how to do his laundry and has to have it sent out and Vivian confides that Warner was actually waitlisted to get into Harvard and that his father had to make a call so that he could get accepted. I love I it. Love that scene. And I didn't even realize until like a few years later, obviously after watching the movie, after high school and like everything after that, I'm like, 
Elle was not waitlisted. She was just admitted right away. Like yeah. she did way better than Warner. Yeah. And that, that was instantly like such a confidence boost for her. Yeah. Oh, you I'm could sure. just see it in her face. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love that finally it's like, oh my God, girls just stick together, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And oh, I love it. I loved it. I'm glad she came to her senses, you know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I think it took that for Vivian to see like me and Elle are both women in this male-dominated field and then them being able to share that experience of them in this law firm where you have like this old crusty white guy taking advantage of the sweet little girls get me coffee do this and they don't ask the same of the men it's like yeah they're seeing that double standard and Vivian finally is like hey we're gonna like I want to be your friend like I see that we have things in common and I guess it took like a real world situation for her to see that that they do have things in common yeah um, so in the next scenes, it's the day of the trial. And this is also where Paulette does the bend and snap later on. Um, Brooke, I don't know if you guys remember, is wearing this amazing newspaper print suit. Mm-hmm. This newspaper blazer. It looks Dior. Oh, yeah. It looks like Dior. Was it Dior? It looks amazing. I don't know if it was Dior, but I love it. Um, people are basically lying on the stand to get Brooke convicted, implying that she's sleeping with the pool boy. I remember watching this. I did. I don't understand how the, uh, the Callahan, Emmett, any of them didn't object. Like, that's speculation. I don't understand why they wouldn't. I mean, that's literally what they do. I'm, I don't even have, I'm not in law school, mm-hmm. but it's like literally object. The witness is speculating. Like that's not, you can't prove that. Um, but I, it's movie. Well, I mean, it's it, a movie. it wasn't even, maybe I'm wrong. But. It wasn't even speculation because you have the pool boy saying like, yes, like he, he's admitted that they have had sex and had relations, but that's later on. That's, that's after when they come back from the court. I mean, so yes, in the beginning. That, that, that's afterwards, but, but even then, that's speculative. He can't prove it. He and that—that's where Callahan, Callahan mm-hmm. actually says something to him, and he's like, "Do you have any proof of this?" And he goes, "Only the love in my heart." Mm-hmm. So the problem in in that scene is Callahan is not doing enough, which is yeah. where yeah. we're jumping ahead. But but yeah, just... in the beginning is what I'm saying is that like everything is just speculation. Like, why aren't they objecting to this? But whatever. Um, I can't believe like I didn't even realize until years later, just like how racist that whole character is of like the Mexican pool boy yeah and the Rosa de Guadalupe shirt yeah La Virgen de Guadalupe I'm sorry very problematic and like a a gold rosary just like yeah they're just literally giving a stereotype of um a Latin man it's there yeah I mean the the whole movie is a stereotype I mean stereotype like it's yeah but the the nice thing is that there's privileges to the stereotype of being the blonde and there's you know this is not the same but yes you're right there is a lot Mm -hmm. of stereotypes so um right as they cut really quickly from that scene this is where we see paulette and the delivery guy and she's like this is her chance she's putting on lip gloss and she does her bend and snap but she breaks his nose (laughs) i just love that they included like a more another scene with just her and like just showing following her this, advice yeah this <laughs> little side story meanwhile yeah. Yeah. <laughs> while someone's on trial for murder paulette is trying to get her man i love so, it um while waiting at the water fountain this is where Elle is on the phone with paulette and she's telling her what happened um she begins tapping her shoe at enrique uh at the pool boy and he turns around and does the famous line edwin do you want to don't go a stomping your last She's season in of shoes and me, honey. <laughs> leading l to discover that enrique he couldn't be sleeping with the pool guy because he's gay and she, she, knows- she i love when she goes like she's like what like she's like like she just like not last she's like can't she can't even realize like she he just insulted her like that yeah. and she's like 
these are not last season. <laughs> and then that's when it's like, <gasps> yeah, he's gay. So she she tries to share with Callahan and Emmett, but Callahan dismisses her, and Emmett says he'll take care of it, saying she was telling them, gay men no designers, straight men don't. Um, Emmett does a really good job here tripping up Enrique, causing him to confess that his his own boyfriend's name in court. Uh, just yeah, great job by by Emmett. What does he What does he ask him? She he's he asks a few questions, and the last question is, "And what's your boyfriend's name?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's when he goes, "No, no, no, no." What What yeah. is he, his name? Is like Chuck. Chuck. She's like, "Oh, Chuck." He's like, "Oh, Chuck is your boyfriend." He goes, "No, no, no. He's just a friend." I was just confused. Yeah. And then Chuck gets up you bitch mm-hmm. like in court like just like what is this like jerry springer like <laughs> more stereotypes yeah. into, into gays as well um but anyway so uh this is also the next scene where callahan is hitting on l um he puts his hand on her leg basically telling her that if she wants to get ahead she has to sleep with him yeah. um typical Gross. behavior yeah uh vivian sees him touching l's leg and doesn't realize that l was being sexually assaulted in that moment um l rightfully says he's a pathetic asshole and runs into Emmett in the lobby telling him that she's quitting and explains that Ka- what Callahan did to her. Um, she says she's going back to L.A. and that she's going to stop pretending to be something that she's not. I hate that it's just a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate Vivian in that scene because she's just like so vindictive. Like she thinks the worst of Elle. Like she just thinks Elle is like a slut at that point. Like, oh, she's going to sleep her way to the t- <laughs> Okay, sorry guys, we had to cut off really quick to take a quick break. We had a uh, little interruption. Um, so, but now we're back. Sorry, Edwin, go ahead. Um, in that scene, after Elle was groped by Professor Callahan, mm-hmm. Vivian sees everything, but she doesn't see the truth. Like, he, Elle was being sexually abused, yeah. essentially. And she runs and she runs into Warner. Like, he just groped me. Like, she's just feeling disgusted. And Vivian in that scene. In that whole scenario, she pisses me off because, like, she doesn't bother asking Elle, like, what happened. She just, like I said before, she assumes the worst of her. Right. Yeah. She says, she goes, and here, like, I thought you were different. Yeah. And, oh, she says, if she tells yes. her. They, um, she runs into her, like, do you want to sleep with the jury? Maybe that'll. Yes. Oh, I forgot. Yes. And then it, in the scene after that, when all the interns in Callahan are meeting before the. No, we're not. No, it's not that. Not there yet. They, there's still a, a few scenes and then mm-hmm. it gets we'll do that when we get to that really quick but so in the next scene Elle is in the salon with Paulette um, and she doesn't realize that Professor Strommel is in there Ooh, I love Elle, it Elle thinks of herself as a joke and she confesses to Paulette what happened and Paulette is in tears and she's um, she says you know I'm just a joke after all and Paulette crying is saying you're not a joke oh so, oh man so sweet Oh my god! I had I wrote in my notes like Jennifer Coolidge's acting in that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm literally like I'm getting tears in my eyes because she's, she's a sweetheart. Oh, such a beautiful soul! Like just mm-hmm. Paulette in Paulette is mm-hmm. such a wonderful person, and she just loves Elle. It's so nice. And then at, at the end of the scene, I'm Professor. Um, what's her name? Professor Strombo's in the salon, and um, when she, she turns around, she gives her great advice. Edwin, see if you know it. I have the line. Go ahead. Um. Something, something. You're not gonna oh, okay. let. A if man. you're gonna let one prick uh, ruin your life, yeah. then you're not the girl that I thought you were. Yeah. Boom. Oh man. Oh. No, but that scene is just like, so so hard. Cool. Like, Professor Stromo mm-hmm. is just like in in like curlers, getting her hair done. She just turns around, and like 
that's up to her. That's like when Elle sees like, oh, she's just like me. Like she gets her hair done. Like, you know, she's not like, <laughs> I think it was like a moment of not only like Professor Stromwell giving her sound advice, like mm-hmm. don't let a fucking asshole ruin your life. Yeah. Like, I think that's when Elsie is like, oh, Professor Stromo is like, is like a woman. Like, she's like me. She gets her hair done. She can be glamorous. Like, a woman can be a lawyer and a woman can be powerful and educated and not take shit from a guy. Hmm. I think that, yes. that's what that scene meant to me. It's like relatable because yes. she happened to see her and this happened at her main place where she hung out, which was a salon. Elsa can home, the salon. Yeah. And I think, I think the scene is, is special. I think arguably the most powerful and it's a big message out there to women to gay men victims of assault anyone that's had these kind of experiences straight men included people who have had these experiences like don't let one asshole dictate how you run your life like you can be more than this don't let him have that power it's such a it's such an incredible message i love it i love it too so now we go to where you were talking about um, Emmett and Vivian are going to visit Brooke now in jail mm-hmm. um, and then the trial as well. So Emmett is the one who tells Brooke that she quit and she he tells Brooke what Callahan did, causing Vivian to realize that she made a big mistake in judgment and they're trying to figure out, like, how do we fix this? Uh, we cut to the court and Brooke walks into the courtroom telling Callahan you're fired, immediately saying she has new representation and in comes Elle in that gorgeous powder pink <laughs> and with bruiser in her purse, like <laughs> to court. Yep. Yeah. And so they get I love mm-hmm. uh, to me that scene was so powerful. Elle walking into a courtroom in pink, glamorous, with her dog, jumping out of her purse, like it's kind of like how it started and how it's ending. Like Elle started off as Elle being herself. Elle was, you know, like this LA blonde girl. I know you hate that, but she, that's what she was. Like she was a pink blonde, you know, LA girl. And then towards the middle of the movie, like Elle doesn't lose herself, but she kind of strays away from that where she's starting to dress and be a little bit more serious. And she kind of takes like a different role, I think, especially in trying to win Warner back. She in the middle, she kind of became who she thought Warner wanted. And then in the end, Elle is back to her roots and is like this pink, glamorous, blonde. I disagree with you. I think I think it's just like a culmination. Like it's I think just... the the no, it's not a back to her roots thing because Elle in the beginning is never that girl. Elle was the dummy who wanted to follow a man thinking this is my future. I don't care well, really I mean, about college. At the, wait, end, wait, wait. At the end, it's L 2.0. I'm not saying it's L. No, but you're saying she goes back to her roots. The roots were, if we start out the film, like the whole the whole arc of the film is to show the transformation mm-hmm. of who, what she was to what she became. It's not back to my roots. It's realizing like, I don't need a man and I don't need to do this for him. I'm doing this for me and I'm powerful and strong and and, and smart and capable there's no back to the roots of anything. She is changing as a woman. I think she's growing from a girl to a, a woman and realizing. I mean, yeah, it, it's L two point and those roots are there. But what roots? I mean, even in like she's just she loves pink. She's a girl. Like she's a. But she always was that. No, that and, was... and some of the scenes in the middle, like I think I thought the scenes where she was wearing black was so weird. Like to me, those scenes are just like not L. When she's wearing like that black suit and that never changed. She's that's she, she, she didn't she didn't change. Like she's still stylish, but I mean in the beginning, like Elle is all in pink. Like Elle is like this glamorous and like, in she the loves end, pink. she's in pink. That's why. So I'm <laughs> saying like she kind of like 
she's like, I'm still going to be myself, but a better version. I think that's what we see in the end, like L2.0. Uh, yeah, I, I understand I, what Edwin's saying here. I like, understand what he's saying about the 2.0, but it wasn't, there was no change in the middle of like the, the change when the middle, like her wearing black in at the firm has nothing to do with Warner, like at all. There's no, com- there's nothing related to those two. Like she's wearing black because she's a knows how to dress at for events. Like she knows what she's doing in the classroom. And I mean, granted, she makes that mistake trying to look the part in the beginning, but. She's. I mean, she, Aaron, she pink is her signature color. It is her signature color, and, color, and think... I'm saying she's going back to like, to like those roots. Like, pink is my original color. Pink is my signature. But she wasn't wearing black to stray from who she was. So you just said before she knows how to dress for like the occasion and whatever. Mm-hmm. Who? What lawyer wears a powder pink Jackie O inspired suit to a courtroom? Like, she's just going back to her roots. Like, she is just. She's in, out in a... Yeah, in a way, is it? It was just kind of like a closure outfit. Like she started yeah. in a a pink, hot pink outfit, you know, when she first got to Harvard, and this time she's ending it with a bang in this hot pink. I don't know. I just thought it was. I thought it was intentional. That I think that's what Edwin's trying to say. Like it like, was definitely I, I you intentional it, it... and a statement. Yes, like I bet you, if we spoke to designers, directors, they would agree with what I'm saying. Like that outfit is symbolic and powerful into, like, like I said, L two point Like she's still uh, the L. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not denying that. I agree with all of that. I'm just saying there's no going back to your roots. That just no. Everything else, yes, of course it's L two It's the badass. Her roots are but, her signature pink color, but she wears that throughout the film. Just because she wore a black outfit twice at the firm does not mean that she's like this is L string. Like she wore pink throughout the whole damn film because pink's her color. Not it not, wasn't intentional. Of like let's show obviously she's, she's like not string, but I feel like she was just trying to play like a different character. And now no, she's like that's so wrong. No, of course I'm wrong, Aaron. Just it's, continue. That's wrong. I don't agree. I'm, yeah, of course. I'm not surprised. <laughs> okay. okay, so L wins the case after realizing that Chutney made a mistake in her story. Um, saying she took a shower after getting a perm and, you know, something anyone who's gotten a perm at least 30 times in their life would no, know. Aaron, not you have to do. to do this justice. Oh, no, I'm not saying it line for line. I'm, I'm just explaining the scene. Mm-hmm. But you can do the lines if you want to. I mean, this whole scene, court scene, just iconic. When Brooke walks in, get up, you're fired. Elle walks in, and then that's when he points at the book and was like, here's the law, like a first-year law student can practice under a lawyer and that's how Elle gets in and is able to defend Brooke and everybody's just like what's going on and then like that woman lawyer on the other side was like yeah I'm totally okay with that like let her defend Brooke like she just doesn't (laughs) take her seriously like she looks at Elle and she sees an idiot and lo and behold like this is when Elle wins the scene for case, being yeah. for being I mean the case for being out like she she was just herself and she won. Yeah. Yeah. Um so L wins of course by uh I mean she Chutney outs herself and confesses to the murder uh after an impressive line of questioning by L. Um so you went to the Oh gym no, here we go. <laughs> you got a perm and then you got in the shower? Mhm. Mm-hmm. And how many perms would you say you have gotten in your lifetime? Um about 30 or so. Oh my God, we're not going to do the whole. No, has gotten thirty perms in their life. Edwin would know the key cardinal rule. So Warner finally approached perm maintenance. 
as you are forbidden to wet your hair 24 hours after getting a permit, the risk of deactivating the ammonia glycoline. So Warner finally approaches L <laughs> after the trial, saying that he was wrong and that he wants to get we her back. We have to do the scene justice. L and that, quickly that's responds when... with his own phrasing at the beginning of the film, saying, "If I'm," she tells him, "If I'm going to be a partner at a law firm by the time I'm 30, I need a boyfriend who's not such a complete bonehead." No, Aaron, we have to go back to that scene. Aside from me being an asshole, I mean, being a dumbass. You are an asshole. Aside from <laughs> aside from me being a dumbass and just loving that scene, like L is just we see like a monster l is like like you did this this is wrong like you got a perm like she's like and that's when she gives her story she's like i knew this girl tracy marcinko like we talked to her of curls she didn't have like your bone structure like it's just amazing and then l grills her and she's a see, bad bitch you just see chutney like melting like oh, what like, she does melt on? like like l is supposed to be this dumb blonde and like here she is like and then that's when Chutney just goes, I thought it was you walking through the bathroom. Like, <laughs> oh my God. She's like, yeah, and like that's every, everybody, the judge, everybody's just like blown away. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. And she just amazing, went amazing. Like, amazing. Yes. Uh, so, cut to graduation. <laughs> L graduates top of her class, saying um, very famous lines of first impressions are not always correct. You must always have faith in people. And most importantly, you must always have faith in yourself. Uh, we did it! We did it. <laughs> um, so in the end, Vivian dumped Warner and becomes best friends with Elle. Paulette and the delivery man are together and expecting their first child to be named L. Warner graduated without honors, without a girlfriend or job offers. L and Warner are now, I'm sorry, L and Emmett are now uh, dating for two years. Emmett started his own firm and is proposing to L the very night of her graduation. I love that scene um, when they throw the caps in the air and Elsa's like pink. Does that happen? No, it's black. It's not pink. Oh, I thought it was pink. No, it's black. Never mind. All right, so um, they should have done that then. A final rating out of ten. What would you guys give it? Twenty out of twenty. 10. <laughs> See, me and Haley agree. <laughs> I love that movie. It's such a good movie. It has Everybody good morals. Watch it. Like it's a oh, classic. Yeah. Like. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, what and are you doing with your Like has... Reese Witherspoon, amazing. This is just like one of those roles where Reese just proves like how flexible and how like diverse she can be. Like she can play a more dramatic scene. I mean, of course, like it's always like like that. Yeah, the blonde the really blonde, playing yeah. this was a real stretch for her. But it's hard. Usually she sometimes she'll do like more serious roles sometimes, even though she does play like a blonde woman. Yeah. Like some of her other stuff can be dark, but this is very you know like comedy it's hilarious it's great everybody should see it yeah um okay so i'm gonna just do like and they're making a third one which is amazing i cannot wait yes so they're doing i'm gonna just do some quick facts uh fun facts and then uh some trivia for you guys so reese witherspoon had a clause put into her contract so that she got to keep all of l woods's clothing from the movie uh the bend and snap scene was meant to be a musical number but they cut the scene uh, this film, more than most others, is the most accurate according to lawyers when compared to other legal films. They say this one is actually the more spot on. Uh, ah. There's yeah. um, there's That's a show cool. on Netflix. I forget what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it's like where people come into your home and they like organize for you, tidy up her closet, tidy up her something like that. Oh, yeah, and um, I was gonna say Elle Woods, Reese Witherspoon. They go to celebrities' houses or sometimes normal people houses mm. and. Elwood invites these people into their home to organize her. I think it's her um, her attic area or like her upstairs area. She has like a room where she wants to store 
her most prized like costume. Well, her... it's just her closet, but she has a little section for her owl for her owl wood yes. stuff. Oh. And she has a, a section. She has. I guess she must do this a lot where she wants to keep the costumes or because oh. she has a few things of some of her most famous roles. Like mm. she won an Academy Award for um Walk the Line where she yeah. plays. And um, I she has like those costumes there, and there's Elwood's costumes. It's like it's awesome. amazing. It's it's amazing to see. It's so uh, cool. So Elwood's was named after Elle magazine because Amanda Brown, whom the character is based off, of, would always read Elle magazine while she was at Stanford Law. And Woods after where she was conceived. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, and Christina <laughs> Christina Applegate was first offered the role of Elle Woods, but she turned it down um, because she didn't want to be t- typecast as the dumb blonde. Um, she had just finished up Married with Children. Are you okay, Hugh? Sorry, Bowie's dreaming. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, he's dreaming. No, no, you're fine. All uh-huh. right. So, I'll do some quick trivia. Haley, do you want to go first or do you want uh, Bowie to go first? I mean, Bowie. <laughs> you know what? I'll just wake him up. Yeah. No. No, you go ahead. Yeah, Wait, I'll go. Is there a dog? Bowie's barking in his sleep? He's dreaming. Yeah. He's Aww, dreaming. That's weird. That's so cute. All right. So, Edwin, you're going to get the first question then. What does. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Is, can I share the fun fact? Um, Haley, did you know that Bruiser, the dog, Elle's oh, dog, mm-hmm. um, that's the same Taco Bell dog, actually? What? Yeah. Yo, Yo quiero quiero Taco, Taco Bell. Bell? Yes, that's Bruiser from Legally Blonde. Well, I didn't know that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, my you're fun, right. My fun like fact identical. just won. <laughs> that's the best one yet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Edwin, what does L score on her first attempt at preparing for the LSAT? Four twenty nine. No, it was a the highest score is a one eighty. She scored oh, no. she scored a one forty three. The median score is one fifty two, and ultimately she scored a one seventy nine, putting her at the top one percent of people who take it. Um, Haley, L mm-hmm. designs a line of what for her sorority? Ooh, um, one second, one second. Remember this? No, anything? No, is it toilet paper? No, it was they... faux fur bikinis, faux fur panties. Oh. oh, I was close. All right, Edwin. L says, "What is missing when receiving her welcome mm-hmm. packet?" But uh, also, fun fact: um, oh. L is a a Gemini vegetarian, which is why she did a faux fur. Yes, um, panties. Yes. So L says, "Her what is missing when receiving her welcome packet?" Her um her events calendar, social She's events, like, social calendar. events, trips to the Cape, bonfires. We forgot to mention that scene actually, where Elle meets outside, and she takes her blanket out. She has her dog, and they're all sitting out there, and that's when they're like, "Oh, like tell me a little bit about yourself." And then the lesbians like, "Oh, you know, lesbians against drunk drivers," and Elle Woods is like, "Oh, like I'm a Gemini vegetarian." Like that's just like so LA. Like I yeah you um. I skipped it for a reason. You just did the next trivia question. Oh. <laughs> so Well, thanks a lot, man. <laughs> I'm sorry I know everything. Okay, so Haley, um, what is the school that Elle Woods attends before going to Harvard? Cal State LA. No. no it's UCLA. Edu- nope. No, it's it's supposed to be Cal State LA, but it's like CSULA or C something. You're like, wrong, too. What is it? It's supposed to be uh, UCLA. It's C-U-L-A. They just oh. rearranged it. Um, so, Edwin, what sorority does Elwood belong to? Kappa Beta Pi. No. Haley, do you want to take a guess? 
Kappa Alpha Beta Pi. <laughs> Did you say what I said? Like, and added Alpha. <laughs> no, L says she's a Delta New. She goes. She wasn't in oh my, my pledge class, but she. You know, I forgot. Yeah. She's a Delta New. All right. I should have knew that. Haley, the law is reason, free from passion. Who said that? Uh, Al Woods. No, Aristotle. It was, it was Aristotle. It's, oh, Professor, <laughs> Professor Stromwell said it in her in Elle's first day of yeah. class when she kicked her out. She, that was oh. the quote that was on the board. Haley's like, Elle Woods says that. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Aristotle, Haley. <laughs> All right, Edwin. Where did Vivian and Warner get back together? In the Hamptons. No, Haley. Do you want to take a guess? Can you say the question again? Where did Vivian and Warner get back together? Where did they get back together? Yep. They say, Warner says exactly where it was. Was it like their, her, his brother's yacht or something? Was it something like that? Mm-mm. What was it? It was at his grandmother's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. How lame. Edwin, who did Elle hire to direct her admissions video? Martin Scorsese. No, a member of the Coppola family. Haley. Which choice does Vivian make when the when in Professor Callahan's class? Malum ipse or malum prohibitum? Malum prohibitum. That's right. Yeah. Edwin. But she likes a challenge. No, Vivian. Vivian chooses malum prohibitum because oh, she sorry. wants a client that's that innocent. No, the client that's just done a regulatory infraction as opposed to uh, a violent crime. Uh, Edwin, what is the address of the party that L gets invited to? One, two, three, Connecticut Lane. No. Haley, do you remember? No, that one's hard. 45 Dunstan Street. Bring your own Merlot. All right. Um, Haley, how many pounds does Elle say Brooke can make you lose in one aerobics class? 25 pounds. A 25 pounds. I'll be taking that class every day. No. She says she, can make, she says she can make you lose like three pounds in one class, which is amazing. Losing three pounds in a one-hour class? Oh, my God. Yeah, but that's not going to last. No, I know, but it's just, it's incredibly impressive for a workout instructor to be able to make you lose three pounds. Like, it's ridiculous, but it's also, like, wow. All right, Edwin. After Book realizes who Elle is, she tells her she has the best what? Best high kick she's ever seen. That's right. She's like, like, you took my class in LA. Mm -hmm. You have the best high kick I've ever seen. So, Haley, Elle tells Paulette that the bend and snap has a 98% chance of what and an 83% chance of what? Uh, I need, uh, of like a, a first date and an 83% chance of, uh, I don't know. Your marriage? You are close. It has a 98% chance of getting a man's attention and an 83% chance of getting an invitation to dinner. Oh. Edwin, what does Elle bring Brooke while visiting her in prison? Uh, the essentials, like Vogue magazine, like a welcome, not a welcome basket, but like a towel, a robe. Soap. And um, Clinique. And you got soap. one. You have one so far. In a magazine. It was, but it has to be one. What's the magazine? L Magazine? No. No, no, no. You don't know. She brings her Calvin Klein 700 thread count sheets, the entire Clinique skincare collection. That's what you got, right? some aromatherapy candles, a loofah, and the Bible, which is Cosmo. According to, oh, Haley, according to Brooke Taylor, a Delta Nu would never sleep with a man who what? 
Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Where's the thong? She said when she did... just she it's went because, the... because of Enrique. She's like, you know, a Delta new would never sleep with a man who wears a thong. Oh. And then just pretty to look at. Like... No, she says, I just like to watch him change the filter. Then, yeah, yeah, I remember that. All right, so that's it um, for this week. Next week we're going to be doing Slumdog Millionaire. So, oh, I've never seen it. You've never seen oh, Slumdog Millionaire, my God, Haley. Jai Haley. Slumdog Millionaire is so good. You have to watch yeah, it. Honestly, Haley, like if you and your boo thing want to cuddle up and watch like a good movie, it's it is long. It's I think it's like two two and a half hours. It's so good, Haley. The story is so good. It's one of those movies where. It just proves how, like, everything can be connected and can just lead to, like, one moment in your life. Like, it's so good. All right. Watch we'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that that's it uh, for this week. If you guys go, you can follow us on social media. We're at Pass the Popcorn Pod um, on Instagram, on Twitter. Go follow us there. It would help if you also like and leave a review. So that includes you, Haley. Mm-hmm. Everybody go five stars. And then go leave a little review if you can. That helps us out. If you send me a picture of you liking it and sharing it, I will personally give you Aaron's address so you can come and burn down his house. <laughs> All right. You guys, take advantage of that. Just a quick photo, yeah. Time is limited. You only have a day. <laughs> All right. So oh. we'll see you guys next week. Oh, go ahead, Haley. Oh, no. Just thank you guys for having me. Oh, no. Thank you. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Maybe we'll have Haley and, over for Legally Blonde too. And the girl, she mentioned a check. Oh my god! Oh, that's on the list. The Grinch is on the list, <laughs> so you'll definitely be a guest on that. Help oh, me in. No, Haley is probably in for all Christmas season for yeah. all the Christmas movies. Yeah, book me in for Christmas season <laughs> and any dog movie. Any dog or Air oh, my, no, Any dog movie, Haley? Should we? What's the one that? Not Marley and Me. We should do Marley oh, and Me. No, I can't. Me. I've never even seen it because I don't want to see oh, it. Oh, Haley! It will. Oh my yeah, God! It'll, it'll destroy your oh, life. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it being in the life. theaters with, and I went to go watch it with my cousins and my uncle. So it's gonna be like a two-hour. And long. you just see like my my uncle, like a big forty-year-old guy, crying in theaters after watching Marley and Me. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine me? No, oh, I no. can't. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.